0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this, I would like to thank you for listening This is the Leon West Show I have a few topics I want to touch on today Uh, Most of it, you know, most of the people that listen to this, number one I know y'all listen, or y'all follow me on on social media Uh, So most of this stuff is coming from my my Facebook uh, My Facebook account, sorry I was a little far away from the mic It comes from my Facebook account, so a lot of this stuff uh, just stems from that And it's just It's a bunch of random stuff It's a lot of sports This time So it's it's more of a Sports centric uh, Episode And I'm gonna start with this I'm not even gonna give y'all no You know I usually do long intros Long ass intros like, like my wife says Or outros Anyway Second place I posted a status The other day I said I don't I don't like that There's such a stigma On First place Or Which makes sense It's not a stigma. We put so much love into first place. We're out here raising a bunch of kids and telling people that second means nothing. And the reason I obviously brought that up is the Super Bowl just happened. Shout out to the Rams for winning me some money. I'm going to talk about that a little later too. But I saw people, especially like... Rivals, uh, I guess, of the Bengals. I saw a lot of people laughing at the Bengals for losing in the Super Bowl. And I get that. Like, as a Browns fan, if you're a diehard Browns fan, I'm a a Browns fan. I don't know if I'm diehard because if I was diehard, seeing the Bengals make the Super Bowl would have pissed me off, and it did not. If I see that happen with Harbaugh and his squad, I'm going to be pissed. They make a national championship, I'm pissed. They win a national championship, I'm way more pissed off. So I wouldn't call myself a diehard. i I'm, I'm, I like them a lot. I'm, am a big time fan, but I wouldn't call myself a diehard. Anywho, if you're a diehard like Browns fan and you're making fun of them for losing the Super Bowl because the Super losing the Super Bowl hurts, then that's one thing. But like to try it up, they're they're piling on teams that did not make it that far are piling on the Bengals, laughing, and I don't understand that shit. Like how. How is it cool? Like, how can you talk shit about somebody that made it further than you? Like, I'm... Again... And somebody was like, oh, we don't celebrate second. They lumped in again. You, you, you're you, fucking kidding me. You're kidding me if you think the fucking bingles are the same as the goddamn Jaguar. That's fucking stupid. That's so fucking dumb. And I hate to say that about, like, an opinion. Because... Especially with, like, sports. Because it's always... A, it's just your opinion. Like, I... I ain't shit, I'm just a motherfucker with a microphone So you feel me I'm not trying to make it seem like my opinion reigns supreme We all out here just talking our shit But I don't like, I won't even call it dumb Because again, I hate when people try to I just don't like that people Try to lump second place as a. Oh, you're just the first loser Okay, that's still better than being the fucking last loser What the fuck are we talking about? If that was the case, we would celebrate nothing but the championship if nothing else fucking matter, all we're celebrating is Super Bowl. We don't give a fuck. You want a division. Don't celebrate that shit. Don't make t-shirts for that. They do. You want an AFC. You want an NFC. Don't make t-shirts for that. They fucking do. They have a whole fucking trophy. Knowing that one of these teams are about to finish second. Why would we, why would we celebrate those achievements then? Why are we, celebrate, if you, why are we celebrating a division title? If, uh, oh yeah it's first place Like okay like It ain't first place overall It ain't first place in the league as y'all like to say You won first place in your division So should we not celebrate that Because we didn't win first place overall We shouldn't celebrate AFC and NFC championships uh, Don't celebrate that shit It's the, Hey you still got a Super Bowl don't celebrate That's dumb Second place is an achievement And you heard it in a press conference Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow said he had a quote or he, he talked to uh, Carson Palmer. Carson, yeah, Carson Palmer, a former Bengal and a Cardinal. Or Kurt Warner, my bad, Kurt Warner. He spoke with Kurt Warner, and Kurt Warner said after they lost the Super Bowl to the Steelers in like 2000, I think that was 2009 because I was in basic training or tech school. Anyway, he said they never bounced back. It hurt so much they, kept, they just held on to it too long, and they never bounced back. They couldn't get their mojo back because they put so much stock into it. Now, look, I get it. Once you're there, it hurts a little bit more, right? Because you once you're there, the whole stigma behind being second, especially in that type of sport or in a team sport, is once you get there, it's a 50-50 chance that you're going to win it. It's either they win or you win. So losing, it sucks. Like, damn, like we just had to be on the bad side of it. So, yes, losing, it sucks. But that does not mean you didn't have a great season. That does, not mean, that does not mean don't celebrate your accomplishment. That does not mean we lump you in with the fucking worst team in the league. That's not how this works. We don't lump people in. You're, it's second place, bro. Only one team can win it per year. If a different team won it every fucking year, it would take 32 years for your team's turn to come back around. Think about that. It would take 32 years for your team's turn to come back around. And a motherfucker makes second and... up. Uh, We don't remember that shit. You do remember second, though. I'm not saying let's celebrate it and give niggas plaques for coming in second place. No. That's not what I'm getting at. But this whole idea, we don't remember second. We do. Often, we remember second. It is a fucking achievement. It is an accomplishment to make it to the Super Bowl. And then, oh, it's just how sports work. I said, not the Olympics. Let a motherfucker tell you being second. You know what I'm saying? You're the second fastest person in the world. Let a motherfucker try to... You ain't the first fastest. Nigga, what, who the fuck are you? Who though? Like, that shit is crazy. Y'all got these kids thinking. And again, this is not me saying don't strive for first place. This is not me saying don't be upset with second place. You should always want to be the best at whatever you're doing. So yes, I get it. But that doesn't mean you coming in second means you ain't shit. We've been telling people you ain't shit or, like, looking down on second place for so fucking long. It's retarded to me, bro. It's second. Like, oh, you're just the first loser. Stop letting people tell you that dumbass shit. You're the first loser. What the fuck is that? You're the first loser, so you lumped in with everybody. That's fucking crazy to me, bro. It's crazy. And I could go on about that shit all day because that, that fucking, that grinds my gears. It's been like that for a while. And, and I know people that's listening know me. You're probably going to think, oh, you're talking about LeBron and LeBron. It ain't got nothing to do with that. that. I make it for, I make this point in that argument when I used to have it. Yes. You can't tell them, you can't tell me that a motherfucker making it to the finals and losing is worse than a motherfucker that don't make the playoffs. That's, that's dumb. Like Nick Wright used to say, if Braun was four and zero in the finals, you would you would you would say he's closer to being Michael Jordan than than him having six finals losses. So if he played twenty years and went to the finals four times, and was four and zero. We'd be like, oh, he's he, hey, he ain't never lost in the finals, he the goat. But he get there six times and lose. Oh my god, can't believe it. Coming to second place, like y'all made that such a flaw. It's fucking crazy to me. It's crazy. And again, it ain't got nothing to do with Braun. The Bengals, if you're not a Rams fan, shut your fucking mouth when it comes to the Bengals for 2021. Nobody gives a fuck about your history, none of that shit. We're talking about 2021, 2022. If you are not a... uh, uh, I was about to say St. Louis. If you're not a Los Angeles Rams fan, shut your fucking pie hole. We don't want to hear from you. It's that simple. Now, y'all know me with the TV shows. Y'all know me with the TV shows. I, you know, I... Bel Air came out, you know, the reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They did it uh, completely different. One of the guys, I think somebody made a, it was just like a trailer. It was just like a mock-up trailer or or a concept trailer that somebody did a couple years ago. Will Smith saw it, he liked it, and he got it in the right people's hands. Like, hey, I want to see what y'all can do with this. And so it came out finally. They did three episodes. I think they just released three, and now they're going to do it week by week. I'm Kind of glad they give you that because it gives you something to look forward to week to week. But I would rather, I mean, you know, it's a binge watching era. We don't want to wait for nothing these days. So I'd rather have it all right now. Um, But so I'm going to talk about Bel Air and Euphoria. And I'm going to talk about Bel Air first just because I feel like that's more of my core audience. Bel Air is good so far. it They kept just the right amount of elements from the original while also still putting their modern day twist on it like Carlton is complete like Carlton is Carlton is Carlton but he's a completely different version of Carlton like they took it in a completely different direction he's still supposed to be the smart guy he's still short <laughs> he's still short <laughs> you know what I'm saying he's still the smart guy he's still in a white school trying to fit in he still you know has that that tension with will of just because I'm out here with white people and just because my dad is rich doesn't mean I'm less black than you. You know, like black people love to gauge each other's blackness by what hip-hop songs you know and the way you act. Oh, you don't talk like us. You ain't you ain't from the co They still have that tension. They still had a Will Smith basketball angle. And what I noticed, too, from the trailer, and that's why I was like, I'm, I'm ready to see where they're going to take it now because the trailer was literally everything that I saw in the clips was a was were uh, it was something that was in the first three episodes. So I don't even think they wanted to try and give away anything further than that. I literally watched the trailer and I was looking, I was like I've seen all of this. And I know they don't have three episodes and stop and I know they're still filming it I think um trying to, you know, get through the season but anyway, I like where they're going. They put a nice spin on on Hillary. I like the way they did Hillary. She still has that uh that that bougie that bouginess to her. But she's in a completely different, uh, you know, space. I, everybody, they did them, um, they did it so like it's 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 a for me, like I said, it's the perfect combination of, you know, bringing characteristics from the old characters, but re- but but doing it to where you're not trying to, because if they would have done it too much like the first, then we're gonna compare. it. Oh no, nah, that's not how cartoon would. So now they're just completely different. The only person that's even semi like the same is Will, like his situation. Obviously, is his show. His situation is more of the same, like the same conflicts, trying to prove, trying to trying to make sure he can be himself in this white place, making sure he can fit in and and, and be cool and do his like Will is is that's the same guy. Will is the same guy, but everybody else has like the 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 character qualities. Like oh, uh, Hillary was beautiful. She's still that uh she she was she was she was she was flamboyant i guess like how she dressed she's still that but she's a complete different character carton is still short again like i said before but he's still the same character F- uncle phil he he he's from the streets knows the streets but then at the same time he done built this life up and he's not gonna apologize for being rich that's still him but he's still it's a little twist to it and everybody has a little twist I like the show so far, I love the first three episodes, the first episode I watched, the first about 20 minutes I kept, and if you haven't watched it yet, you'll probably do the same thing, you'll probably do the same thing to where you're gonna look at the show and in the first 20 minutes of it or so, you're gonna be like, nah, that's not Carlton, oh that's not Will, that's not, you're gonna compare because that's just, that's just what it is, that's just what we're used to, you know, and It takes you a while to kind of get used to it. But like I say, once you get used to it, it's a great show. I love Bel Air. Quickly switching to Euphoria. Matter of fact, check out Bel Air. If you don't have Peacock, you know, you know, there's websites or whatever you can find it on. I'm not going to give it out, but there are websites you can find it on. If you listen to this and you don't know how to watch Bel Air and you need a website, hit me up. I'll send you a DM with the website and you you should check out Bel Air. Euphoria. I want to say... This show is crazy, bro. (laughs) This show is crazy. Like Zendaya is cold, my boy. The way she, the way she, the way she acts. I really think she's a crackhead, and you know she's not a crackhead, though. That's the thing. Like you know she's not on drugs. Rather, she don't even do crack. I don't even know she does crack. But anyway, you, her, the way she plays a drug addict. I don't know if she's seen a lot of drug addicts. I don't know what the hell she went through. In her life. Maybe she does do some drugs. I don't know. But the way she plays this character is fucking flawless. The cast, bro. Everybody. Everybody plays their role so fucking well. It's so well written. And my boy Nate is a fucking psycho. He's a psycho. This man. This man. He tried to get a DVD back. From his ex or girlfriend That he's cheating on With her best friend Put a gun to his head Play fucking Russian roulette Alright Like Nah he put it to her head Like I'm gonna shoot you Lay it on top of her never mind. Put it on his head Start spinning it uh, Spinning it And Yo Psycho Nate is a psycho If you Hey if you listen to this And you hear this part let me know how you feel about Nate, bro, because I think he's, I mean, obviously they wrote, they've written him in as a fucking psycho. And, and what I like, too, about the show is, like, his dad. They gave a backstory that kind of made you feel sorry for his dad. Like, his dad was a fucking psycho in the beginning. Like, nobody had anything good to say about his, pop, about his pops early on. And then they give you the backstory. And you kind of like, I get it a little bit. You still like he's a psycho, but you get it. You get what's going on. Like, I see why he is the way he is. And you kind of feel bad for him. And that's what they have a a great way of doing. And I think they said it in one of the after shows. So many of these characters do so much bad shit, but they have written it in a way that makes you feel for each one of them. No matter what fuck shit they're doing, they give you a backstory and you start to feel bad. Cassie is sleeping with her best friend's boyfriend. And there are moments where you feel bad for Cassie. Like, how the fuck are we feeling bad? Nate. Almost. What did he try? I don't know if he tried to kill. He didn't try to kill baby. Uh, uh The. the uh, damn. What the hell is his name? Rue's girlfriend. Anyway. He manipulated her. And then somehow. Like you start. You see his backstory with his dad. And you feel bad. And you see his dad's backstory. and You start to feel bad. Like. I see why he's fucked up in the head. I see why all these characters. Rue is a fucking drug thing. Fucking with her family so much. You see her little sister going through the ringer, trying to Rue like she wants her to be healthy. And and she's putting her through the ringer, doing all these drugs. And you feel bad for Rue, even though you know she's the fucking problem. Rue is the problem. And you still find yourself feeling bad. Just about everybody that has done something wrong, the writers put it in the show. Where they again? They do something wrong, and then you feel bad for them at some point, even though they're shitty ass people in most situations. Love that show. Love Euphoria. That you know, that's that's me and wifey's uh, you know, go to on Sundays. I love watching that on Sunday nights. Going from the Super Bowl to that intense episode was so was so fire. Leading into Valentine's Day, which I did some, I did some, you know, I pulled out some stops. I ain't, I. ain't... <laughs> I, I I mean if I would If I Look if I would have had money Like if I was rich The stunts that I pulled Would have been like All oh, y'all would have Oh man this is crazy Look how nice But like on shit On some broke nigga shit Like I did my thing for real Like I had the the I mean Y'all had some help But I had balloons over the bed You feel me Rose petals on the bed Rose petals on the floor Lead to the bed Candles on the side of it Strawberries I made a steak I got a good cut Quality steak too You hear me it was a good steak. It was one of them, you know what I'm saying? It hit how much for this steak? <laughs> one of those type steaks. But anyway, we had some steak, we had some strawberries, had some wine. We kicked it, had a good night. Um, and like I said, going from going from the Super Bowl, winning, winning money to to watching Euphoria to Valentine's Day. I had a great week. Went to work. You know, they be hyping me up at work. Ah, Leonis, Leon that, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know. Work is still good, by the way. I don't want to get too much into that because y'all know me. I could, I'll be getting into that, and then, uh, you know, saw some stuff today. Figured out my graduation. About to order my cap and gown on across the stage for my masters. Yes, sir. This is why I need a button. <laughs> Start clapping and shit. But anyway, I'm gonna get that shit eventually. But um, yeah, it's about time for me to wrap this shit up, man. Um, I was saying I was gonna get into it. I'm back to, I'm back to, I'm back in my bag on the sports and stuff. You know, I you know i'm figuring out different strategies and at some point i'm a you know at some point i do want to get back to maybe not the business per se but i do want to get back to promoting and 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 showing people maybe even for free like if you want to take my advice take my advice i know sports betting is is much more popular these days and everybody wants to be the guru everybody thinks they're a the guru one thing i always say is like there are so many ways to skin a cat when it comes to sports betting i know a lot of people that bet on underdogs a lot of people that bet on big favorites, people that love parlays, people that do solo bets, people that don't mind taking bad odds and putting more money on it. There's so many different ways to skin a cat. However you feel is necessary for you to win money, get out there and win money. There's a lot of there's a lot of money to be made with sports and with betting in general, like be strategic about it Be smart Don't just do stupid shit The main thing I'll say And I'm going to end it with this For if, if you made it this far And you're into If you're into sports betting Or you thought about it The main thing I would say And if you know about sport, If you don't know about sports betting do you want to hear this shit Go ahead You can turn it off right now This is the outro for you But if you are into sports And you want to get into sports betting The main tip I will give you is this And I probably gave it out before But again You know I don't, you know, so many different episodes have passed. If you're going to bet, the main thing I'm going to do not do these stupid-ass parlays. I get it. Sometimes they win. Sometimes you see somebody win $5, $400,000 because they put a bunch of random shit, it all hit, and they won. That's the lottery. That's the lottery. That's rare. Right? The pick three, you're going to have a winner far more often picking three numbers. Right? You're going to have a winner far more often picking just three single-digit numbers as opposed to somebody trying to pick five double-digit numbers all in order or just all of them, and then getting a the Powerball correct. That is so fucking rare. That's that, that's what these parlays are, that $5 for a dollars is so rare. Do not get caught up in, oh, I can turn 50 into 6000 Yes, you can. Sometimes you fucking will, and I hope you get lucky on your first one. But for the most part... That is where Vegas makes their fucking money. They hype you up. You think, oh, I'm going to turn this 200 into 10000 overnight. And then Vegas is like, thank you for that 200 And they're doing it to you and so many other new gamblers thinking parlays are the fucking wave. And parlays can be. But not the ones that you're putting $5 in to win 1000 Those are rare. Stay away. From time to time, yes, sprinkle your $5 in. But I tell you this much. You could do that $5 shit. $5 to make a 1000 You can do that, and it's 20 bets. And sometimes you go, oh, man, I was 4 out of 5. I was so close. But more often than not, legitimately, you're going to lose all 20. That's the way those things work. Those things hit at a 1% rate at fucking best. Tons of people do them. Tons of people lose $5, $10, $15 every night. That's where Vegas is making their fucking money. Most of the other shit, the solo bets, are fifty. It's literally 50-50. It's a coin toss. Will this game go over? Will this NFL game go over 45 points or not? It's going to be a yes or a no. It's 50-50. So Vegas, they, they don't have no control over that shit. Vegas does their thing. Obviously, Vegas is Vegas, but they don't have no control over if it's 45 or 46. They just set a total, and then it is what it is. It's 50%. But where Vegas really, really cleans up is these fucking parlays where y'all think y'all can do $5 for 1000 and you do it consistently. You're just giving Vegas your money. Stop. Stop, take solo bets, the 50-50 bets, do some research, be smart, take some heavy favorite bets is what I like to say, take two teams that you know are going to win, even if the odds are bad, bet a little more money on it, and you're going to win more consistently, I promise you. If you take, just, just take the Packers that won 13 games, and who was the number one seed in the AFC, and the Chiefs, they won what, 12? If you bet on both every week together, more often than not, you're going to win those bets. They won 12 and 13 games. Sometimes you're going to lose. But more often than not, you're going to win both. You put enough money on it, you'll cash a little bit. Wins are the key. Green is green is what I like to say. Green is green. But with that, man, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Hopefully, I'll get back to y'all by the end of the week. I don't know, though, because I am going to Vegas. So if I do, it'll be a back-to-back day, which I haven't done in a while. So maybe I'll... I'll try to do that because, again, I haven't done it in a while. And and shit, why not? I ain't got shit else to do. So, again, man, it's your boy, Leon West. I'm about of here. Appreciate you for listening if you made it this far. I'm out.